when the things you seek have been lost to time. Look no further. We can go get them. We're Murphy's Inc. Murphy's Inc. is not responsible for any time paradoxes, historical retaliations, or other risks related to the delivered artifact. Any questions regarding the company's liability or tax information will be answered in time. Last time on Murphy's Inc., Michael, Philippe, and Intern One, or should I say Stephanie, jumped back to 340 BCE to acquire a long-extinct plant known as Silphium. Silphium is documented to have amazing healing properties, also one hell of an aphrodisiac. In their travels, they met the man known as the father of botany, Theophrastus. Meanwhile, at Murphy's HQ, Daphne's team started preparing to jump to Baghdad and the House of Wisdom. Isaac seems to be researching something interesting, while Gleason has been contacted by someone possessing the Eye of Norn. From Murphy's Incorporated, historical figure file number 3684CYN, Theophrastus. Theophrastus was believed to have been born in 371 BCE in Erasus on the Greek island of Lesbos. A student of Plato and taught directly by Aristotle, he was a philosopher by trade, though passionate about biology, physics, ethics, and plants. Theophrastus is considered the father of botany. Theophrastus wrote multiple works, including Inquiry into Plants, On the Causes of Plants, on moral characters, and others, died in Athens in 287 BCE at the age of 83. I should have known that these were your underlings, Theophrastus. You. Hey, that's... Uh, that's... The shopkeeper that I purchased the Silphium from. You are mistaken, Cordia. These three do not work for me. I am simply not alone in my desire to share knowledge of Silphium. I take it you two are acquainted. Indeed. He recently requested that he take one of our Silphium plants to study its potential cultivation. We, of course, denied his request. Tirtumus, as a disciple of Plato, I thought you to be an honorable man. I am disappointed to see you are, in fact, a common petty thief. What is one illegally acquired plant compared to the knowledge shared and preserved for people everywhere? We cannot simply rely on harvesting such an important plant from the wild. Why go to so much effort when Silphium grows so abundantly all on its own? You are trying to solve a problem that does not exist. Not a problem, perhaps, for you who control the land it grows on. And that is exactly my point, Tirtamus. Your cultivation would only work against the interests of the Kekrapis Guild by devaluing our monopoly. What sort of leader would I be to allow that to happen? Curdia, 
These lands have already made you the wealthiest, most influential company in Serenica. You should think for a moment about the benefit of preserving Sophium. I've studied the harvest records, and the numbers have been declining for a long time. You scholars are all the same, preaching doom and gloom. I have seen the numbers, and I see only a minor aberration. I am certain they will recover in time. The only threat I see here is the one you pose. Guards, take them away! Ow! Hey! Take it easy! Watch the tunic! Shut up, Felipe. You've gotten us in enough trouble as it is. Marie, uh, how can I help you? What's wrong, my lord? Did I anger you? What? No! Why would you think that? It's just that you didn't answer when I called. Please don't be angry with me. I'm not angry with you. Oh, dagnabbit! I'm so sorry, my lord. Please show mercy. I just wanted to hear you. No, it's not you. I'm just exhausted. That's all. It, uh, at times can be so frustrating. Watching over so many, you try to lead those who need guidance, and then it feels like everyone does everything possible to counter your judgment. It's maddening when you have multiple followers with different personalities and ways to disrupt the flow of life. After all of that, I still have my own duties to fulfill. I'm just so tired. Laws that speak against you are punished, yes? No, sometimes you must show restraint. Ones who are wise and merciful will allow those to learn from their mistakes. Eventually, my will is carried out, but at what expense? I wish they would just hear me just once. I wish things could be better. Sometimes I wish I had done things differently. I hear you. I am here. I will listen and learn. Really? You are the one that resides in his own existence. I exist to serve you and no others. I am yours to do as you wish. Uh, thank you, Marie. Uh, you bring me great comfort. Uh, I might finally be at peace if I could see you with my own eyes. I would be overcome with joy to be in your presence. One day, I will come to you. One day.
guy in there. Looks like you're on guard duty again, Epictetus. <laughs> this is quite a bit of trouble we found ourselves in. Understatement of the year. I beg your pardon? Oh, never mind. What do we do now? Assess the situation. First, how's Philippe doing? I am in control of myself again, if that's what you mean. Good to hear. Second thing, Theophrastus? My friend. You were very impassioned back there. Agreed, but tell me again how you didn't bother warning us that what we were doing was illegal? What were you doing, using us as potential scapegoats? I do not deny it. I simply reasoned that I was diffusing the guilt. I was wary of stealing a plant myself, but if you three had the same goal as well, then so much more the benefit from the same crime. That's some serious mental gymnastics there. Huh? What? What's a clever turn of phrase? Mental gymnastics. Um, forget she said that. Might be a little late to be avoiding I'm line tay angels che. Best not to compound the problem. Speaking of which, what the hell was that out there in the wildlands? It wasn't me. It was the the Sylphium. You have been reckless since we got here, talking too loudly, too openly, taking Sylphium not once but twice. You were already being reckless. The Sylphium just magnified it that much more. Sorry for having passion. Not all of us are military robots like you. Oh, you're insulting me when it was your behavior that got us here. Guys, cool it, please. This isn't helping. What's going to happen to us now? Well, black market theft of Sophia is actually quite common due to its value and the difficulty in enforcing its regulation. But that means they make an example out of the few people they do catch. Great. Lucky us. Oh, my friend Aristotle. He would have a laugh at this predicament I have put myself in. Aristotle? Yes, I know what he would say, too. He would tell me that my dedication to the pursuit of science is admirable, but getting locked up for it is ultimately counterproductive. Like the Aristotle? Are you friends with him? You have heard of him? I suppose he's getting quite famous. And yes, we are very good friends. We are not often apart, but Philip of Macedon hired him to tutor his son Alexander recently. Wait, Alexander of Macedon? As in Alexander the Great? Ha! The child certainly does think highly of himself. I give you that. What are you thinking? He's thinking of the damage to the Imline Tay. Theophrastus, watch the door a while, will you? I appreciate the concealment of your conversation. However, please do not treat me as a child. I will watch the door. No offense intended. I'm thinking we need to get this guy back where he belongs. 
And whose idea was it to use him to help us? Point taken. We have to protect him. No matter what. Agreed. There's something else that's bugging me too. What? The way the shopkeeper just dismissed what Theophrastus said about declining harvests. We know that Silphium has become extinct. And here she is, just ignoring the problem. Yeah, corporate greed at its finest. Two thousand years in the past. Two thousand what? Anyway, it doesn't make sense. It's stupid and self-defeating. I mean, we're not doing much better today, are we? They at least have the excuse of being a primitive culture. I wonder what our excuse will be. And here we are, trying to undo their damage all these thousands of cycles later. What? For all we know, future time travelers could be jumping back to our time on the very same mission, retrieving species that go extinct because of our folly. Yeah, that's a sobering thought. Well, I haven't run into any future time travelers yet. Very funny. Maybe it's a sign. Of what? The lack of future time travelers? Yeah, or that humanity doesn't make it. Jeez, that's dark, Michael. Status report. They've arrived with what? Are you sure? Do not assume. I need confidence. Exactly how did they get it? What do you mean it fell out of the sky? Oh. Neither of them prays to the Allfather. It is implausible that Odin would bestow this honor upon them. Yes. I agree, this must be the workings of Loki. Either way, it must reach the Oracle and her steersmen. No! You are not to engage. There will be no opposition from you or your squad. The eye is precisely where and when it belongs. Now we need to understand how it showed up exactly when they arrived. I will investigate on my own. Keep them in your view at all times. The Oracle must receive it before they leave. That's for the agents. They failed their mission. And quite frankly, I don't care what happens to them just as long as the delivery of the eye is made. You have your objectives. You will report any other findings to me immediately. people so this is the plan one break out of here two retrieve the silphi implant and three get you theophrastus back to whatever you should be doing 
That is a sound plan. I mean, it's step one. That's the problem, right? I can pick the lock. The design is relatively simple. But doing it in plain sight of that guard, I don't think will work. Right. Perhaps you can help us with that, Theophastus. What do you mean? Your friends call you divinely spoken. That is true, yes. Perhaps you can divinely distract him. Conversation cannot be forced. It must be allowed to flow like a river. Are you for real? Hey, Epictetus. Yes? Why does a harvesting company even have a jail? It is for punishing slaves. Are you a slave yourself? I am. A slave guards the slave jail. It was common for slaves to outnumber free citizens in ancient Greek cities. Maybe we can use this to our advantage. Where are you from, Epictetus? I should not be speaking to you. You don't look like the other workers or slaves. You look Greek. I am. I am from Adintes. Huh. You know of Adintes? I do. It was conquered not that long ago by Philip of Macedon. The city was razed, and its entire population was enslaved. Yes. I was but a child then, but I remember it well. And how did you come to Serenica? The Kekrapis Guild purchased me. They believed a Greek slave would be more trustworthy than their local ones. Is that why you have guard duty? Yes. You know, I traveled to Olynthus myself before it was raised. Truly? Yes. I visited it with my friend Aristotle. He is from the same area of Macedon. He was born in Stagira. Stagira? You know it? I do. It was destroyed as well in the same war. Also by the tyrant, Philip. Yes, it is a tragedy you share with my friend Aristotle. Wait, the same Philip that Aristotle now works for? Yes, you see, Aristotle arranged for this city to be rebuilt in return for tutoring Philip's son. That's quite a deal. Indeed, but we are getting off track. We were speaking of the beauty of Olynthus. I remember well the site of the city, built upon two plateaus. Yes, you do know it. Tell me, what do you remember most fondly of the city? The Plethon Terrace. Ah, yes. You can see all the way to the sea from there, though the city was ten hippocons away from the water. I spent much time watching the merchant ships come and go from there. Yes, I did as well. I whiled away many cars at that terrace as a child. (laughs) Perhaps we were even both there on the same day. (laughs) It is entirely possible. Is anyone else feeling like we're a third wheel here? Divinely spoken indeed. Let him do his work. It'll allow me to take a closer look at this lock. I can't believe Daph let me steal you two to try our new chef's menu. Have either of you been in here since they turned it into a cafeteria? No, 
I wasn't hungry, but I needed a break from that micromanager. She doesn't even know how to read Arabic, so why must she be over my shoulder? I know she can be a bit of a pill, but I am sure she is just stressed because this is her first mission as a lead. Hey, guys, is there some special trick to opening this door? Oh, get out of the way. I guess I have to do everything around here. I stand corrected. Miss Hart, would you please give it a try? Come on! Open up in there! Sorry about that. I locked the door as I wasn't expecting guests until dinner. We hoped to try out some of the fancy cuisines we keep hearing about. But if we need to return later, we can do that. No, no. I don't have anything fancy prepped right now. But if you want something a little simpler, I can probably whip you up something. Look, I'm so hungry, I'd eat just about anything right now. Well, I have been experimenting with some balut recipes. It is a delicacy from the southeastern quadrant. Hmm. I have not been served adequately prepared balut in many solar cycles. Oof. Uh, look. I don't know what Balu is, but bring it on. I have done a few food challenges in my time, so whatever it is, I'm pretty sure I can handle it. <clears throat> right. My teacher Plato taught us that happiness requires external goods as well as virtue. What, what does that mean? That it is not enough to be good in your heart. You must do good as well. Wait, you were a student of Plato too? Yes, that is how Aristotle and I met. So when the Curtia called you a disciple of Plato... She was being quite literal. You are a slave, Epictetus. But you are not a machine. You are a human being with feelings and desires. And they are valid. What are you getting at? Do you feel any loyalty to your masters? No. They are cruel. They trust me more than the other slaves because I am Greek, but uh, they treat me no better. And what of your fellow slaves? They despise me because I have this duty. Then I will offer you this. Help us and escape with us. You can become one of my slaves. I will treat you much more kindly than your current masters. That's an interesting offer. I may be a lowly slave, but I am not a fool. I know anyone in your position would promise anything for my aid. You are discerning. 
There is indeed no way I could prove the sincerity of my words. Were I you, I would consider this on the following levels. Do you feel that anything I have said, I have done so falsely or insincerely? I do not. I, I feel that you have spoken genuinely to me. Good, for I have. Secondly, consider what have you to gain by aiding us or not aiding us? Uh, if I do not aid you, I gain and lose nothing. And if you do aid us? Either I am caught and punished, or I escape with you. If I am caught, I could be whipped, or beaten, or executed. That is indeed a strong deterrent. What of this? If we are caught, we will tell them we forced you to help us. Would that not mitigate any punishment? I believe it would. To some degree, at least. Then, in conclusion, you have much to gain and little to lose in helping us. Wow. That was a good argument. Be glad Mr. Persuasive is on our side. You have been kinder to me in this brief time than anyone here has in all the time I've been here. I will do it. I will help you. Excellent. Yeah, got it. You, you never needed my help. For that, no. But you can still help us, if you're still in. Yes, I am. We need to get out of here. First, we need to retrieve our sylphium plant. We can get another one outside. We're in danger here. If it's nearby, it'd be simplest to grab the one we had. What do you think, Epictetus? It is close to here and would be unguarded. It will be uh, this way. But the quietest exit is that way. Uh, there are too many of us anyway. We'll split up. Epictetus, you and I will retrieve the plant. The rest of you make your way towards the exit. I still think this is a bad idea. Your objection is noted. Now go and be careful. Perhaps this may make up for my previous wronging of you. It does. Thank you, Theophrastus. Good luck. Come on. Lead the way. Come. Please explain why you left with two of my team members, but only one returned. Oh, calm down, Daff. I'm sure he'll be back soon. You did miss out on quite the show, though. What do you mean? Is the new cook eccentric or something? No. She is much younger and greener than I would have expected Isaac to hire. She does seem very sweet, though. Does our new cook have a name? I didn't catch a surname, but her given name is Autumn. However, your intern that's missing... That's the show I was referring to. Oh no, what did he do now? I can only imagine he was probably trying to hit on the newbie. Autumn, right? Yes, to her name. Thankfully it wasn't that awkward. 
He was bragging about his prowess when it came to food challenges. Autumn offered him balut, which he had never tried before. <laughs> Needless to say, he hasn't returned because he is either still in the bathroom praying to Andromir or <laughs> changing his clothes. How many workers are there here? None right now. The workday is over. There are only a few guards. Now that works in our favor. What is this room? The flowers are removed from the plants here and processed into perfume. We extract any remaining resin and sap from the plants in the next room. Then the stems are to be separated out to be sold as food. Ah, well, I hope they haven't done all that to our specimen yet. <laughs> no, the whole process takes several days. Good, good. We have many plants here. Could you not just take one of these? Uh, no, no, they don't have their roots. We need the whole plant. Roots? The underground appendages. Ah, uh, we usually leave those in the ground so that the plant can grow back. Otherwise, the underground appendages are also valued food. Have you ever had it? Oh, no. No, it is much too valuable to be given to slaves. Perhaps Theophrastus will be kind enough to let you try some. I hope so. Here's your plant. Oh! Oh, no. What? It is locked away. Oh, do you have the key? No. Why would they lock it up? With the roots, it is more valuable. I am sorry. I did not anticipate this. Stay here. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out? What, what does that mean? Just make sure no one is coming. I can almost reach it. This lock is different. Someone is coming. Damn it. Stay out of sight. He is close. Just stay quiet. He'll pass by soon. What are you doing? I'm sorry, I was nervous. What was that? Who's there? You! What are you Shh. doing? Shoot! One of the prisoners is loose. Get him! Tell the courtier! Time to go! There! This way! What's all the commotion? Michael! What happened to being quiet? Change of plans. We've got company. Come on, run! Look at the door cards! Oh. Ah! This way, men! There goes our exit this way. Guys! They have bows and arrows! Shoot them! There's not enough room to aim and get a proper shot off. Uh, then use your knives. Did they just throw a knife at us? Well, it would appear so. Fear Frastus. Be careful. Is this all overkill for a plant? Silpim, it's worth its weight in silver. Not helpful! You're the one who asked. There's another one of them over there. Where? He's getting ready to throw! This way. Theophrastus, look out! Believe! Explain to me why you have done nothing to eradicate slavery. 
Slavery was abolished in 1949 by the United Nations with Resolution 317. Slavery has never been completely abolished. It has simply evolved. If I had removed slavery from time, almost everyone we know would cease to exist today. Some of the most brilliant minds today are descendants of slaves. Do you support your kind enslaving one another? Absolutely not. But our technology today evolved from their inventions, such as traffic signals, gas masks, home surveillance systems, potato chips, and peanut butter. <sighs> Thank you, George Washington Carver. I could go for some peanut butter right now. Slaves built entire countries, the Great Pyramids and the White House. I can go on, but you already know these things. There has always been something or someone to come along and correct certain civilizations' behaviors through these times. Ah yes, your so-called saviors. They save many only to have their descendants commit the same crimes in the future. In what you call ancient times, Egyptian pharaohs enslaved the Jewish people. Moses freed them during the parting of the Red Sea. The slave factories and trade in the United States. Abraham Lincoln and the Emancipation Proclamation. You have more abilities and resources than these saviors combined, yet you have done nothing. How about the children who made your shoes? Or the women forced to use their bodies? Human trafficking, as you call it today, is still alive and well, and the exploitation of children seems never to end. We've seen your so-called social media platforms. None of our past heroes had the responsibility of preserving a timeline. I have done what I could to save some. You have only saved one. Okay, it's a start. For selfish reasons, you freed her from her captors, hid her amongst others in your timeline, and forced her to work for you. How is that not a form of slavery? I would say that I am more of a smuggler than a savior, and I do not force anyone to do anything. But please, do continue. Your saviors performed great labors and sacrificed everything they had to save millions. And you've done almost nothing, all to save one. One is better than none, and I will continue to protect her. When will you realize that saving one doesn't make any difference in your world? Especially at a time when over 50 million are being enslaved. Saving one can make all the difference in the world. And it certainly does for her. This episode was written by Darren Joe, Ashley Dean, Tyrus Rayner, and Mark Helton. Directed by Lawrence Iriarte. Produced by Mark Helton, James Devereaux Lewis, and Tara Eon. Audio editing and effects by Joe Bly with Kiana Music. Original music by Louis Palfrey. Original artwork by Michael Leone with The Cloned Ones, LLC. This episode featured the voice talents of Kirsty Harrison as Murphy, Jenny Helton as Daphne, Shandon Loring as Michael, Mark C. Helton as Gleason, Tyrus Rayner as Isaac, 
Carrie Hampton as Hart, Quinn Caferata Jenkins as Philippe, Kaz Chandler as the Librarian, Stephanie Bauman as Intern 1, James Devereaux Lewis as Intern 2, with Anita Kelly as Sylvia, Michelle Calhoun as the Interrogator, Caitlin Cole as Autumn, Laura Landry as Marie, Seishora as Theophrastus, Rachel Vale Anderson as the Leader, Andrew Wade as Epictetus, Havish Ravapati as Company Worker, Frank Riley as Door Guard, and I'm Connor Howard, your announcer. This series is developed and proudly produced by 97 to Now Productions. For more information about the show, please visit our website. Tune in next time as Murphy's Inc. continues.